Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota of Brookhaven has been voted best new car dealership in Southwest Mississippi four years in a row. Come see the difference. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. As you will always hear me say, when I check in with chamber leaders here in coastal Mississippi, they are important conversations. So when I when I have the opportunity to meet with Adele. And uh, she talks about their focus on small business. I mean, listen, the, the Coast Chamber, the Jackson County Chamber, the Ocean Springs Chamber, the uh, Hancock County Chamber, the, all the chambers here in coastal Mississippi are focused on a wide range of businesses. But you'll always hear the conversation kind of come back to the reality that's that the uh, backbone of our economy is small business. The other part of my conversation with Adele that was so, so incredibly important is the whole discussion about the military and how they touch this community in so many different ways, whether it's through defense contractors or whether it's through a single enlisted person's volunteerism in the community. We, we are touched by the military community in so many different ways. And as we approach Thanksgiving next week, we got to remember that so many of those people aren't able to go home for the, for the holidays. And, uh, you know, just keep them in our thoughts and prayers. Some people actually invite uh, some of the military community into their homes for Thanksgiving. I love to hear those stories. But anyway, uh, great conversation with Adele. So let's now shift gears and move over to my friend Paige Roberts, who's the president and CEO of the Jackson County Chamber, and just say good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm great. Thanks, Ricky. Good to see you. You got a? Did you paint your wall? Was it always blue in the back, or is that? Yes, new? but but my walls are different colors. I have this color on a wall and a half, and then I have a lighter color that's a light blue, kind of gray, uh, on two and a half walls because I just love color. So I put well, as much of it in here as possible. Well, we're looking at kind of this deep, almost cobalt blue uh, wall behind page yes. for. Yep. For the radio audience, and it you know it feels like a movie set. It's 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 actually quite it's one of my favorite colors. I might add, it's a very very pretty. You can Thank see the backlighting that I have is a very similar color. Yes, back, well, and they yeah. say that blue is the most comforting color. Um, I I look into the psychology of colors also. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So there's a reason why it is the color of a police, uh, you know, light. And, oh, uh, interesting! That, that we know that we we that, that we see that and we're aware of it quicker. A lot of science went behind that. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Colors, yeah. sense, uh, all of our senses um, are connected to our brain and our hearts, and people just don't realize it. That's why red light is red light. <laughs> red means something. It means danger, beware, etc. Yes. So anyway, and don't hold it in front of a bull. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't for sure. Yeah. We went, Ann and I went to a bullfight once down in Mexico. We went to, we got about halfway through and said, oh, this is too brutal for us. We're, you know, we're, we're leaving. But I got, you know, I was an Ernest Hemingway fan. So I spent a lot of time reading about his, you know, matadors and his books. And, you know, it was all this He Man stuff, but it was just some really great writing. I was, I was just curious about the culture of it all. And I get the culture. But very brutal, tough, tough to to watch a bullfight in actual an actual bullfight. A Some lot people, of testosterone between the bull and the matador. 
There is that there and some blood. I might too. Sometimes from both of them, you know, anyway, good thing we don't have that on the coast. Right. So so how are you guys doing? You know, let's talk for just a second. Adele and I talked about this uh, just a few minutes ago, but you heard me mention about the military community. Mm -hmm. Man, are we lucky to have such a wide array of military impact here in coastal Mississippi, aren't we? Oh, we are. And one branch of the military that people often don't uh, remember as much is the Coast Guard. And we still have a Coast Guard station here in Pascagoula on the island, Naval Station Pascagoula's island uh, here in Pascagoula. So, you know, they're keeping our waters safe. Yeah. You know, as a boatman, as someone who spends a lot of time offshore, uh, we hear Naval Station Pascagoula all the time on the radio on, on, mm-hmm. on 16, man, the, the work that they do to protect us. And, uh, you know, they have also a strategic mission to protect the coast. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. the, that's what, how people know the Coast Guard for, for generally. But yeah. but anyway, yeah, we're lucky. And then you think about Ingalls and all the ancillary oh. connections to Ingalls and even mm-hmm. even Chevron, the strategic the strategic value of Chevron. Boy. Man, it's significant. Oh, sure, isn't it? fuel. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, we we are so blessed uh, on this coast. And then, as you know, in Harrison County, the Seabees, which I didn't know, uh, I never heard of the construction battalion group until I moved here to Mississippi. Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, you moved here. You were actually, you were actually a reporter at one point in your life, weren't you? I was. That's how I got here uh, from the University of Missouri School of Journalism. They had a nice little pipeline to WLOX. Uh, They still have several Mizzou grads there. And um, that was almost 29 years ago. (laughs) Time flies. It's painful. It's painful. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, so I had to remind myself because I think you and I have talked about this before. But inside, I feel young. I, I feel young. I, I I feel young physically, to be honest with you. Well, you're I, in I had, shape. I had yeah. the benefit of my wisdom. You know, I had the benefit mm-hmm. of my wisdom and my years of mm-hmm. being involved in the community, and that helps me in this role at Koshu. But, but at the end of the day, man, you know, when I'm with my grandkids, I'm as happy just playing on the floor with them and doing those kind of things. And when I'm in that moment, I feel like one of them. And I, and I, I think, gosh, there's a lot to be said for being young at heart, you know? Well, and I also have heard, I am not a grandparent myself, but that's really a phenomenon, I think, the whole uh, exist, the grandparent experience. I mean, you can speak more to it, but I look at your photos of you and Mila and the other grandchildren on Facebook and the, the, look of joy and love and wonder that just emanates from your photos alone. And and plus watching uh, my own children with their grandparents, uh, it's just a, just a beautiful relationship. Yeah, it, it really is. And for us, with our challenge with Mila earlier this year, it, yeah. you know, every day is Thanksgiving for us. That's, right? that's the way I look at it. Every time oh, a, a memory photo Every time a memory photo pops up and Mila's in the picture, I just go, oh, my goodness. You know, thank God. It's almost lost her. Right. We're in this moment, you know. So anyway, so how is life these days at the Jackson County Chamber? 
Well, it's good. It's um, busy. We're, uh, you know, continuing to have business after hours, uh, ribbon cuttings. Um, we have we have some this week, in fact. Um, and and at the same time, working with um, the variety of public and private entities who have um, made it on the short list from the Gulf Coast Restore Funding Committee to the legislators and, and continuing to advocate for those projects, which have been so meaningful in the past three years um, that we continue to, um, to use that as a win for Jackson County. You know, I... Every time I turn around, it seems like I'm having a conversation with someone. Something something comes up that involves downtown Pascula, whether we're talking about mixed use or, or whether we're talking about um, c corporate involvement in the community. I mean, real serious engagement in the community through things like the Economic Development Foundation. Uh, even in my conversation with Julian Rankin when he was talking about the art project and yes. the, the new distinction of the historic downtown area, you know. Yes. Julian, I saw, you know, for, for this radio audience, you saw this wonderful, you know, I'm, I'm, thank goodness we have Julian in the community. But oh. what a gem of God. a person. You know, Julian, executive director. everything that man says because he speaks so poetically he yeah. is just an artist through and through and his i am so proud to have a partnership with him because he was willing to come up off the physical ground of the museum and move that mission into the rest of jackson county and it has resulted in this downtown art project in Pascagoula with the high school students and it's going to be these sculptures are going to be unbelievable. Well, Julian Rankin for people who don't know the name is the executive director for the Walter Anderson Museum of Art and he he's written a book before uh, that mm -hmm. took place in the Mississippi Delta. Uh, he he has uh, he's worked at the at the, I, I guess it was the Museum State of art. Museum of Art in yeah. Mississippi. Mhm. He, but but what's what's incredible about about Julian is his ability to articulate <laughs> the connection between art and community and sense of place and why that matters. And the way he talked about the art project in in, uh, in Jackson County, you think about in, in Jackson County sort of being this industrial base, and you think about metal and welding and all these things, and then the connect, and then you know, this outreach from the Walter Anderson Museum to connect. The, the industrial base to to kids in high school to something that's going to take emanate downtown from that effort from that creative effort it means something doesn't it oh it's so meaningful this has been one of my favorite projects that we have come up with and and thank you to all the community donors especially mississippi power um, for the grant to make this happen it's very cool well, well i tell you what we'll do when we get on the other side of the break uh, we'll make sure people hear what it is that's going to come from this effort and then we'll find out what's going what's on your sort of agenda these days specifically related to the chamber when we come back we'll continue our conversation with Paige roberts
also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to the final segment of Coast View. I have Paige Roberts, the president and CEO of the Jackson County Chamber. And when we went to break, we were sort of effusively excited about, actually, this whole notion of partnerships that emanate in the community. And you think about Paige Roberts and and, and others in the in the Pascoola area, Jackson County area, partnering with the Walter Anderson Museum through Julian Rankin to develop this art project that's going to play out in downtown Pascagoula. Tell us more about what, what do you expect the outcome to be? Sure. The outcome is three sculptures welded and designed by students along with professional artists and professionals um, from the uh, various uh, artistries like carpentry and welding and such. Uh, marketing and business. And the students have taken input from the residents of Pascagoula and they are coming up with uh, the design. And uh, Julian probably shared the first one is building blocks. And each block uh, has the zip code on one side. And then on another side is G-O-U-L-A for Gula. And then there's a photo like a gull for G and or for O, a UFO for U, a lighthouse for L, and an anchor for A. And then on the fourth side is the uh, military flag, the Navy flag that matches those letters. And it's going to be 15 feet tall at the entrance, what we consider the gateway at Del Mass and Pascagoula Street uh, into downtown. It's, it's, there is a mock-up of it. Um, in their downtown studio that they've been using, and it's just so great. And the distinction of the historic district, what a great step. Yes, the Scranton district, yes. Tell me, yes. tell us more about that, yeah. Sure, well, it's economic development all day long. Um, one of our developers here that you and I both know, uh, Ricky, is uh, working on a building in downtown uh, Pascagoula and Delmas, and I think the historic tax credits are something like three hundred to three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's the the monetary equivalent of the value of what these historic district designations can mean for a downtown. Very, very significant. So when you got up this morning, what kind of things were you thinking about to make the chamber more relevant? Absolutely um, getting to uh, where the needs are. And I, I started the day at an area council meeting, the one that we have every month in Ocean Springs, you know, listening to um, what's going on in their community and what their needs are and their ideas and, and dreams. And then also sharing how we can leverage our resources to make that a reality. Um, Roxy Condry, who you and I have spoken about before, um, talked about their project, The Collective, which is uh, intended to um, bring more of Porter Avenue alive in downtown Ocean Springs. Um, it, again, I, I just cannot stress enough relationships. And so when you ask me what I wake up thinking about, it's 
what relationships don't, don't we have? What, how, how can we be nurturing the ones we do have? And how can it benefit our community as a whole? So you and I, I came over there a month or two ago, and we mm -hmm. took a tour of downtown Pascagoula, and you showed me the various mixed-use projects that are that are they're under construction, literally, as we walked around. How are those, you know, those, I guess they're coming to fruition, huh? Yes. Um, several are done. Um, the smaller ones with three to five residences in them with uh, mixed use, and they're all rented. The city center is the big one. This is going to be the big tell because there are 28 uh, residential apartments in that building, and that should uh, come to completion sometime uh, at the end of March. Um, but it's exciting to see the people move in. Uh, there's a couple that just moved here from Asheville, North Carolina, that rented one of the apartments. So it's exactly what we have wanted, you know, young, uh, vibrant professionals uh, living downtown and then bringing the um, there's going to be a new home decor store and there's a brand new women's clothing boutique that just opened. Um, I, of course, love it because I get to shop on the job. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And then, you know, you know, you have great restaurants already. More restaurants will come. Yes. You know, this whole notion, it, it's just amazing. Andres Duani, the father of new urbanism, was right when he said many, many years ago, when he wrote the book on new urbanism, that, you know, what had happened, serendipity had led us all into these sort of, you know, suburban lives and that we took away the life of downtown. And it took a while. I mean, we talked a lot about this after Hurricane Katrina, but we weren't in the mindset. We were just trying to get back to life. We were just trying to get rebuilt. But here we are 16 years later, beginning to sort of have significant conversations about bringing life back to downtown. It's going to make a big difference, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, and the successes we're experiencing in Pascagoula, we've started those same balls rolling in Moss Point, uh, focused on their riverfront uh, uh, capacity for development there. Uh, uh, Julian Rankin and I are working with Mississippi Power on an art project for Moss Point. So, yeah, it, it's exciting because it can be replicated everywhere. It really can be. Paige, it's been great to check in with you. Um, we'll talk to you again next week and talk a little bit more about Thanksgiving and what it means to you. But for, for the time being, this is Paige Roberts, the president and CEO of the Jackson County Chamber. Have a great day. Thanks. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.